Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 33 of the Tiny Disc Podcast, a show about games and life. I am Robert Scarpanito, and I'm joined here by Jack Zepeda. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang, everybody. How are you? Oh, that's a new one. And <laughs> Colin, are you there? No, he's uh, a sick boy today. Colin, feel better. He's out sick. Uh-oh. Yep. Apparently, he's not feeling well. We fingers crossed for him. We hope he gets better. Drink lots of tea if you're hearing this, Colin. Ho- I hope it's not that influenza because it's nasty this year. Wait, can we catch it? Yes, we can. We're human beings. We're biological <laughs> forms on this planet. We're susceptible, well, I think. Well, no, just we're in the same chat room we usually use. Can we get it from him? No, I, I took Lysol and wiped down my entire screen. Oh, okay. And my, yeah, I, I so I'm clean. I don't know All about right. you, though. Oh, man, I didn't like, li- I did not Lysol my entire computer. <laughs> I might get sick, guys. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> so H1N1. <laughs> so a big game happened over the weekend i hear that there was a lot of uh what, what do they call it foot football <laughs> football americano yeah. yeah it was the super bowl sunday the eagles defeated the patriots congrats and i could not care less because they're both <laughs> teams that i don't care about you know obviously but i mean it's still fun to watch super bowl and it's fun to watch commercials this year it was incredibly entertaining to watch a little bit of the super bowl because they did a funny thing they did a real bad thing a really really <laughs> awful thing so you know look this up on twitter there's plenty of gifs out there showing the literal playstation 2 madden gra- era graphics depicting players during like in between plays and stuff when they're showing the stats like how many yards people ran or how many throws they made or etc touchdowns and all that and they had these terrible looking sprites of players up and it was like laughable i was like what is happening i was literally looking before the super bowl i was like is the super bowl going to be in 4k this year and the answer was no <laughs> it's not in 4k it's actually all the way back down to like 0.2k yeah with these graphics it's, coming it's out it's in like, 0.48k oh. It was the worst, and I was like, come on, NBC, get it together. This is the Super Bowl. Well, you know, they, they probably spent a lot of their budget on uh, keeping the balls inflated and uh, just <laughs> making sure Tom Brady I, I, doesn't mess with it. I, you know, and you can't even say the Super Bowl, right? Like, TM, you have to say the big game. Wait. It's the big game. Wait, wait, wait. Hold back up. Are you telling me yeah. the Super Bowl is not trademarked? It is trademarked, is what I'm telling oh. you. You cannot use it. Oh, because if we say it, we're making money off the the Super Bowl's good name. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it's yeah the great name of the Super Bowl, but it's just funny. So the big game, right? Like it, people literally say this is the Super Bowl of X Y Z. You know what I mean? Like they use it as a descriptor for how big something can be, and, and then they're using like these terrible graphics. Do they it's like come on? Do they get sued though? Like if someone says, "Yeah, we're the Super Bowl of karate sports," and then they just get yeah, sued I think by that's exactly John Madden yeah, knocks did, on their door. He himself <laughs> kind of gets up, knocks on their door. I excuse me, <laughs> sir. I think, do you have the express written consent of the NFL and, C- and NBC? <laughs> Only the NFL. <laughs> he just shoots oh him right there. He's gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no, it's so it, that was a funny thing to watch. You know, look up the, those pictures, but. You know, for someone who didn't care so much about the two teams, I mean, congrats to Philly, though. Like, yeah. they won for the first time ever. I don't know. Is that, like, team, like, 100 years old or something stupid like that? Like, they've never won the Super Bowl. So, congrats to them. They they prevented a team from – or from they prevented Tom Brady from winning six, six Is Super Bowls. Is it Bowl, that so. much? 
Yeah, it would have been their six one. No He's way. One five. No. Yeah. Way. Oh my god. Yeah, it would have been the six one. So I'm like, come on, guys. Like, let someone else win, please. Come on, so, Tommy. Anyways. Stop hogging the spotlight, <laughs> Tommy. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a bad man. He's a good he's a good quarterback, but I mean he's won enough. Like we're, you know, let's let, let's let, let's share the wealth here. Yeah. So, anyways, the reason why I'm watching the Super Bowl, like so many other people, is for the commercials and for the really cool movie trailers. And there were some really good ones this year, some really funny ones too. I don't know where do you want to start. I do just want to say before we go into movie trailers, that Alexa commercial with fucking like Gordon Ramsay yelling at you on how to make a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> is great. And also, my favorite thing is if you own an Alexa, please don't wake. Oh God, she's listening to me right now. If uh, if you own one of her, sorry, I don't know that. Thank you. Come on now. <laughs> if you own, you're joking. You're being no, serious. It's serious. Yeah. If you own an Echo and then you like. Talk to her and say, uh, hey, can you talk like this celebrity? She'll mimic them, but it won't like actually Whoa. be their voice. But it's pretty good. Just her it, bad impersonation. That's yeah, pretty funny. It's cute. Oh, but man. So, yeah. I think let's start with the, one of the low key movie trailers, Skyscraper. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. It's like literally <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson versus a building and versus his fake prosthetic leg, it seems like. Like, what is this movie? I don't know. Is this trying to like play on Die Hard or something? What is this? I don't know. When I looked at it, my first and only thought to this day is they cast Dwayne the Rock Johnson in a Will Smith movie. Yeah. Because it looks it like looks a movie bad. Will Smith would be starring in. <laughs> I don't. It totally does. I totally get that. I love. There was a meme on Twitter the other day that there was. They were showing the movie poster, and it was just him jumping from like a crane to a building, and it just looked way over exaggerated. Like no human could like make that actual jump. Like how far can the rock jump, right? And so people were drawing like angles and like applying physics. To, like, oh my god! His trajectory and stuff, and just showing like how it's an impossible jump for humans to do. It was. It was pretty funny. Were they factoring in the prosthetic leg? Maybe it gave him superpowers. You know, maybe, maybe maybe he was like Blade Runner, right? Yeah. Like that dude that that was in the Olympics and was a uh, paraplegic. Yeah, maybe, which is pretty cool. Maybe, um, but let's get on to the better movie trailers. Maybe let's talk yeah. about Solo. So better? Question mark. <laughs> what was so? I'm not even joking. I'm not even doing a bit here. When I saw like that, it was Star Wars stuff in the beginning. I was not paying attention because I literally thought I was watching a car commercial. <laughs> with like literally i'm not joking that that it was a car commercial with like you know a star wars tie-in like they did with like nissan or some shit you know what i mean yeah, ford I so like, smooth oh. you're gonna be driving an x-wing <laughs> yeah and even like when they showed chewy and stuff i was like oh that's a decent chewy impersonation right like I, <laughs> it seemed fake to me it seemed unreal it seemed surreal and i was like okay don't my brain just said okay don't pay attention to this so i was looking getting a beer running the running to the uh, kitchen and doing other stuff and then i sit back down and it showed like the dude that plays han solo and him talking and cracking wise and all stuff and i was like oh, oh shit this is the actual solo trailer i was like i should have been paying way more attention to this and i wasn't and i have thoughts and opinions but i want to hear yours first it kind of looks how to phrase this it looks like a cheaper version of Star Wars. It looks like a fanfic come to life on the screen of a Star Wars, like of a Star Wars universe. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yes. No one asked for this. I didn't ask for this. I don't want this. I don't need to know every like last detail of every character that I've come to know and love from the original Star Wars trilogy. And most importantly, okay, I'm going to go in a bit of a rant here. That dude is not Han Solo. 
He does not personify the character. He that's just a bad casting choice. Now I understand in Hail Caesar, like you know, he kind of stole the show, and I understand like that's really what landed him this role as Han Solo because he's such a lovable character in that. But he's just not Han Solo. He's not Harrison Ford, and it's like ruining the movie for me. So I want to go in and just watch a funny little side story for Star Wars, and just maybe like erase from my head that this is supposed to be Han Solo. I feel like that's the only way I'm going to really like enjoy this. But if I go in it like as a diehard Han Solo fan, it's just going to irk the shit out of me. Yeah. And there was a uh, meme as well that was showing. It's not even a meme. It's just like a, a, a video clip where someone was asking uh, Harrison Ford, the actual actor. He's like, hey, are you excited to see you know the Solo movie? And he's like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, same Harrison, same. I mean, because the trouble here, right, is that they can't they can't really cast Harrison Ford now. Harry's a little old, sure. You know, yes, he, he, yeah, he's a little curmudgeonly. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he could fit that role of what they're trying to go for. No, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a fun movie. It's just that ah. the, the trouble is right with Star Wars is that you have such a storied franchise that if you fuck even the smallest thing up, everyone's going to be like, that's not great. You know, you know what I mean? I feel like flaws yeah. are exaggerated because it's a storied franchise that's been beloved for almost half a century. Wrap your head around that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just don't need this. It's kind of like it reminds me of the prequels. Okay, I hate to invoke those prequels, but like one time, right in in the original Star Wars, Han Solo said mentioned the Clone Wars. So what does George Lucas have to do? He has to go make a whole fucking trilogy and a movie surrounding the Clone Wars and all this bullshit and pull all the shit out of his ass, and it was just bad all over the place. So it's just like they're talking, they're kind of bringing back like, oh, the Kessel Run and like all the stuff that Han Solo said he did like in the movies. And now they're, oh, we're going to see it on screen now. It's going to be awesome. We're going to, we're going to know, you know, how he won the the Millennium Falcon in a game of chance and da 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 and Canto Bite and da da da. And it's just like, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't want it. There's no one that can play Han Solo. That's one of those like untouchable roles. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, you know, much like Indiana Jones. You know, like you just cannot have another person do that. Like, I don't want to see a young uh, Leia or a or a young uh, Luke Skywalker movie either. Like, I don't care about him moisture farming with Aunt (laughs) Rue. You know, like, I don't I don't need that movie. So so whatever. It was cool to see the trailer, I guess. But I'm just going to pretend that it wasn't Han Solo. It's just like another fun Star Wars movie. And then I'll maybe be able to stomach it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think it'll be all right. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, something that did look really good though uh, was that Infinity War trailer that played the new Avengers Infinity War holy crap that Mm -hmm. looks really good (laughs) Uh, yeah I'm getting hyped for that I will say that I still don't like Captain America's stupid looking shield in it I hope there's a good reason that he has that shield and not his normal one Uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, Thor post Thor Ragnarok yeah with his eye patch that badass eye patch his new powers yeah that new his new powers and everything so I'm how can you not be excited for this? It's gonna be everyone's gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy involved. Yep. You know, Ant Man will be there, the Wasp will be there, Black Panther, I'm sure, will get excited about. So that trailer looked good. Uh I was somewhat surprised though that they did kind they're kinda of pimping that that movie out now rather than Black Panther, which is kinda of like of the time, of the now. Yeah. You know, like, hey, don't look too far ahead. Like, let's let's celebrate Black Panther because what I hear the reviews are extremely positive, and like, I'm only getting more hype for that movie by the minute. You know, maybe that's their thing though, right? Because there are already reviews out for Black Panther, and rarely, if ever, do reviews for a movie come out 
a week or two before the movie itself. Like when the reviews show it. Yeah. Yeah. When they come out, it's that the director and the studio saying like, yeah, we know we got a big dick. We're going to swing it around a little bit in front of Mm. you. Right. Wow. Black Panther dick. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome for that. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, but you're right, though. Like, uh, it is usually, you know, usually in quotes, a good sign. Yes. When they're willing to put a movie out there early and, and uh, drop the embargo for reviews. So, right. so wh- like I said, all the signs are there. This movie's going to be awesome. Right. So, what I'm saying is, like, because they've they've released early reviews, it's like they feel that their marketing cycle is already done. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the reviews are yeah. continually marketing this thing now. So, they can now yeah. put more of their efforts into the Avengers. I, I don't, you know what? You remind me now of something I read the other day, but like Rotten Tomatoes is actively fighting for some reason. Listen, I don't want to get, make this too political, Uh-oh. but there is a sector out there in the interwebs that are campaigning to basically firebomb the reviews for Black Panther. That's good. No, it's terrible. That's, that's good. <laughs> and Rotten Tomatoes is aware of this and they're like going to try and actively like try and quash that you know because no users can put out any reviews right now because they haven't seen the movie right unless you're a journalist or you know unless you're like part of you know a critic you have to know somebody yeah you gotta know somebody or, or, or be a professional to see it now so you can't have negative user reviews for a movie you've never seen unless you have an agenda and whatever that agenda is can't be good so fuck that shit yeah guys maybe maybe don't judge a piece of media by uh your personal preferences you know your, your yeah, racism. So maybe turn this car around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know. I am excited home. for that movie though. Next weekend, y'all. If you're you know, if you're gonna yeah. be watching it, it comes out next weekend, so get excited. I'm there. But let's talk about something else we talk about on this podcast a lot. Let's talk about some video games. Yay. Nice. So I've been playing a bit of Hollow Knight. If you cool. if you remember that game came out like oof. When did that come out? It's been a while, right? It was last year. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's not that long. Oh, hey, actually. <laughs> but in internet time it's forever ago. Yeah, it came out February 24, 2017. So we're nearing a year of Hollow Knight. Nice. I, I didn't know it's been that long. That game is awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like I put in a couple hours in it. And it's, I mean, it's fun. It's a very decent Metroidvania. Very cute. The artsy style of it is wonderful. Like, I'm a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that as someone who doesn't like bugs, you know, because everything there is a bug in some way, right? They're just, like, cutesified okay. in some way. Um, right. But, yeah, the art's fine. Music's fine. I don't like how the game feels, though. Like, the way it controls, the way you jump, the way you move, the way you swing your little sword that's actually a tiny little nail, it all just feels like there's a slight delay in everything huh. to me. I don't know. It just feels like, I mean, every time I'm playing this game and almost every time I die, I keep thinking to myself, it's I, not your fault. I wouldn't have died if I were playing dead cells. Huh? So you are, are you saying that it feels a little floaty? Yes. Yes. I wonder if you are experiencing some kind of weird glitch because I was actually going to comment 
at how tight the game feels. Really? <laughs> and yes, and how I love the controls and I love the way all the mechanics feel because they're so responsive. And I feel like when I die, it's my fault. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> so it's exactly the opposite of what you're feeling. So maybe I, it's a technical thing. Yeah, I think it's more so that just like I wish everything moved faster. I feel like things just move too slowly for my taste. Like, when you jump and when you land, you can't, like, jump immediately. There's, like, a slight delay in when you can jump again. Or, like, even the timing of when you're, like, running to the edge of a cliff to jump. I feel like that timing is a little weird for me. I don't know what it is. You know, I'm I'm getting a technical glitch as well with the game that I take umbrage with in a big way. So, for whatever reason, this game... Has it made me think my monitor was broken? Oops! <laughs> it, it it has in one particular location in the center, like the top center of the screen. It looks like one dead pixel in my screen. Only when I'm playing Hollow Knight, huh? And it's like bright red, but it's only in and like I was that like, that area. Yes, in in that specific game, and I was having a heart attack. I was like, "No, please do not tell me my fourteen hundred dollar monitor is a dead pixel. <laughs> this is going to ruin me." Yeah, I was really upset about it, and I was trying things, and then I like turned off the game and it went away. I was like, "Oh shit, it's fixed." Turn the game back on; it's back there, and it was totally acting like a dead pixel kind of thing. So I look on Steam, I look in the chat rooms; it is absolutely an issue that is giving people heart attacks all over the country. <laughs> like what is this? That is so what is this weird. graphical issue? So yeah, and then you're you're talking about like floated controls and like delays and jumps and like I'll be honest with you Robert, I'm not experiencing any of that. Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm just struggling over here. I don't know why you're getting that, but like for whatever reason, I feel like the game is very tight. I love the way it controls. I I don't get any of those delays or in that floaty feel. I just think it, it I just think it feels really good in the hands. So that sucks that you're experiencing it like that because I think there's a cool game behind you know behind that that flaw you're experiencing. I don't know. Like I guess it wouldn't bother me as much if like I feel like the level design is a little bit tricky, but not in a fair way. Like I feel like there are a lot mm. of leaps of faith, for example, where you don't really know where you're gonna land, but more often than not, you end up landing in like a pit or like spikes or something. And that just doesn't feel like the game has earned that right to take that life point away from me just because it, it there's no real telegraphing to it in a way. I've only played two hours of it. How much have you played? Uh, like six, seven, eight. Okay. So you, yeah, you've seen more of the game than I have. I, yeah, that's, hmm, that's an interesting take on it. I mean, I feel like this game is sort of polarizing because some people love it. It's some people's number one game of the entire year. Yep. Uh, and some people really hate it or just are meh and don't care. I haven't heard the comparisons to Dead Cells too much, but I mean, it's a 2D indie, you know, Metroidvania, like those comparisons are inevitable. Right. Um, but I haven't played much of Dead Cells, so I don't have much to compare it to against uh, Hollow Knight. Yeah. However, I will say, I think that the music, the art, I, for me anyways, the controls are very tight. I, I don't know. I was having a good time. I look forward to playing more of it, I but I haven't been experiencing it the way you have. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, it's this isn't enough for me yet to be like, well, I'm done forever with this game. Like, I haven't uninstalled yeah. it. I do want to keep playing more of it. I do want to get further because I know okay. you eventually get, like, a fucking double jump. <laughs> and I'm just, like, waiting for that. I really hate huh. that they don't just give you that off the bat. And, like, I get it, Metroidvania, like, you're supposed to be getting your skills slowly and becoming stronger as you go. But, like, the simple mobility things, I think it's just kind of a hassle to make you earn those things. I seem to remember, recall a, uh, 
an Air Dash. Do you have yes, an Air Dash yet? I just okay. got it. Huh, I feel like I got it earlier. No. Nope. Weird. Okay. All right. Anyways, that's Hollow Knight, guys. Some people hate it. Some people love it. Robert is a masochist, so he's going to keep playing it. I am going to keep playing it. And you know what? I might talk about it next week, maybe, if I don't end up talking about the Civilization Six expansion. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Jack, what have you been doing? So we're talking about floaty controls. Uh-oh. And let me just tell you that I am playing the re-re-re-re-re-remake of Shadow of the Colossus on PlayStation 4, the pro version, by is, the way. Is this the uh, seventh remake? The eighth remake? It's li- it's like the third, I think, in all reality. <laughs> but still, like you know, like they went. It's not the one that they did. They released it on PS2, okay, back in the day, and then they did an upresed version on PS3, and then they did. Now they're doing a complete, like from the ground up remake of all the graphics and and adding new features into the game. But they're keeping the feel, you know. And they're keeping you know the core, the the soul of the game is the same and is untouched and that's where i'm just like it's this weird juxtaposition between one of the best looking games i've seen in a very long time versus some of the worst controls <laughs> in a game ever and it's just so floaty and so like and you know what though that's the game that's yeah. the game that it was in the ps2 i played it originally on the ps2 in like 2005 or 6 or 7 whenever it was and back then and like you loved it right if i remember right. i loved it and i still i still love the game but it's just strange now in 2017 oh 2018 oh <laughs> still doing hey. it yeah it's still strange in 2018 to play a game that looks so good, but like play, like the feel of it is very like old, tenuous. Yeah, it's not even old. It was it was just it just felt like you barely had a grip on things, you know. But that's the game. You're climbing on the hairy backs of giant stone godlike creatures and stabbing them in their shiny bits. Like that's the uh-huh. game you play. Yeah, and and you do that over and over 16 times, then you beat the game. It's basically like Punch Out. You know, right? Except like in, for an overworld, not at all like Punch Out. It's kind of like Punch Out. So, <laughs> oh, so, do, you uh, cl- do you climb the other boxers in Punch Out? King Hippo. <laughs> so you punch him in the stomach. <laughs> no, so you stab him in the stomach. No. So the game though is an absolute masterpiece. I love this game. You know, with the bad, with the poor controls and all, they're suboptimal, but it doesn't matter. The game is fantastic. Still, I wish that developers took chances like this anymore games do not like like this do not come out anymore they don't get made anymore this is a Fumito Ueda at his finest and you know it's too bad that he couldn't properly you know kind of move the needle when uh what the last guardian came out what's the name of this yeah the last guardian Yeah. yeah like like that movie or that game was you know good but it just kind of came and went and that was kind of the end of it you know so yeah so it well, With all three of them out now, Shadow of the Colossus definitely is like the shining jewel in the, in the eco trilogy. Yeah, because I was going to ask, would you would you say that Shadows of the Colossus is basically lightning in a bottle? I mean, it, it is it, it. It just doesn't seem like the studio is able to produce that same level of like good game, right? Like consistently. It, yeah, it just is the perfect balance between art and and game mechanics and and enough simplicity but also enough like nuance to to be interesting and the story is fantastic it's the best story of the three Mm. games easily uh i think the ending alone is worth playing the game it's got a really good ending 
Um, so look forward to that. And it says a lot. It's one of those games. That I don't want to ruin it. I could ruin it in one sentence. Yeah, but let's not. It's, don't. <laughs> I will not. I, even though it's like a you know twelve year old game or whatever. But it's a great ending, and it's worth it. It's not a long game. Mm-hmm. You know, eight hours, ten hours. Yeah, depending you can beat on the whole thing. Depending on how like good you are. The game. Yeah, depending on you know learning like what the tricks are yeah. to to or the tactics are to beat each different colossus. But I will say this as well: I wish Best Buy or just some of these big box retailers would have a station set up where you can play a PlayStation Pro in HDR and see what it looks like compared to the TVs you have at home. You know, if you're not in the 4K area yet, because had I played a game on a 4K TV with HDR on a PlayStation uh, 4 Pro, I would have wanted one so much sooner i wouldn't have waited this long i just now got a 4k tv like a couple weeks ago and playing this game in hdr and even stupid games like like uh hot shots or everybody's golf yeah like even those games they in look hdr look so awesome yes it is a big deal i did i i used to think like ah whatever i'm sure it looks fine no 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 this is a big deal it makes games look much much better and you really have to like let's say this let's say you're coming out of a, a dark cave and like you are coming outside and you see the bright sunlight like shining in like it actually almost like hurts your eyes how bright the light is coming in through that door and you can see the perfect contrast like it emulates like true light you know like you like that effect and it's just such a cool thing to see so i wish that there was somewhere where people could get hands on and eyes on hdr 4k gaming because man it is next level and would you say shadows of the colossus definitely benefits Oh my gosh, yes. Absolutely. Like I am like just slack jawed watching. I'm like, this game's fucking beautiful. It's so good looking. It's what I mean, it's one of the best looking games I've seen so far, and we can't nominate it for a tiny because you know, because it came out twelve years ago, but man, it is still one of the best looking games of the year right, so right, far. Right. See, there's something I kinda wanted to ask you, because it's something that I've felt whenever I play like a remaster remake in any way, especially if it's a game where like, oh man, I remember playing that ten years ago, it was so super good, right? Right. Do you feel? I mean, how many hours have you played of it, or how how much have you played? I mean, I've beaten the game like three, four well, times, I, uh, and just now the remake, I'm in like three colossi in. Okay, so like two ish hours or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere there. So, do you feel compelled to beat the game again on the remake? A hundred percent, absolutely, because okay. this game is running at sixty frames a second. Which it never did before. Dude, I'm telling you, I don't know how they pull this game off on a PS2. Yeah. Like, how do they do that? I mean, sometimes it was probably dipping in the sub 10 frames a second. It's one of the most framiest games I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, all the reviews back then were like, this should not be on PlayStation 2. It's like pushing it to its absolute limits. Like, it was framey as shit. And the textures were just muddy and gross. You know, but it was still such... The art style was so strong. And the concept overall for the game was so strong. That it carried that game you know into legendary status yeah because i don't know so, like, yeah for me i will play it again yeah for me sometimes whenever i play a remake remaster i play it for like a couple hours and i'm kind of like oh well you know i kind of i remember everything else that happened so i'm kind of like done playing it mm-hmm. i tell myself mm-hmm. like maybe i'll get back to it but i kind of don't usually i can't remember have you played shadow of the Colossus before i have yeah not obviously not the remake but yeah. Got you. I, for me, okay, I'm just saying for me, this is absolutely the most definitive way to play this game, which is an absolute classic game. This is one of the best PlayStation 2 games ever made, in my opinion, and this is the best way to play it. 60 frames a second. It's so weird to see this game running this smoothly because <laughs> you're just used to it looking like it's on a pea green Game Boy screen, you know, right. basically. Like, that's an exaggeration, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it 
is like a dream to play. And I'm running in performance mode, not cinematic mode, Whoa. quote unquote. Yeah, and it looks fantastic, and it runs so well. So I would absolutely recommend, if if you've never played this game before, this is almost a must-buy at $40. They got the price point right. It's not a full-price $60 game. It's almost a must-buy at $40. And if you have played it before, you know this is the best definitive way to play it. So, so would you say, for someone who has never played Shadow of the Colossus, should they go back and play a PS2, or should they buy this? I mean hopefully you have a ps4 <laughs> yeah you know like if you have ps4 then yeah don't don't even bother with the ps2 crap at all play this one this is the definitive one well there you go there's there's jack's words on it i love this game and probably colin does too i know colin was planning on talking about it today but uh oops <laughs> yeah he's probably you know that he's faking sick so he can just play it that's that's probably during it. the recording yeah we, we, we got you yeah We're we got you, it buddy. colin we, we know what you're doing <laughs> you dirty boy uh, oh, let, let's talk about the news, though. All right. So we've got a bit of news this week. Let's kick it off with uh, you remember that game Sleeping Dogs? Sleeping Dogs. God, yeah, I love that. Game. I love that, that game's that, good. That game is so good, man. Holy crap. It's um, great. So apparently there's been a movie like in production and Donnie Yen, who I believe is playing Wei Shen, right? The main character in the yeah. in the movie, the main character of the game. Uh, he's recently like reconfirmed like, yeah, it's it's still happening. Don't worry. It's still going to go. Ip man himself, inter- intellectual property man <laughs> is going to be in Sleeping Dogs. Donnie Yen, dude, I love that guy. I really do. I loved him in Rogue One. I love him, you know, in all his Kung Fu mo- Hong Kong, Hong Kong Kung Fu movies. <laughs> And uh, I think that the fact that he's in Sleeping Dogs makes me more excited. I don't expect much from this because it's a, what is it? It's a movie based on a video game that's based on like, you know, uh, True Crimes New York game that got canceled. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But but so who cares? It's just going to be good, stupid fun. Give me gangsters. Give me rain. Give me neon signs in Hong Kong or wherever it takes place. I can't remember. Like, I think it's Hong Kong, yeah. I mean, yeah. if anything, this news is making me just kind of want to like play Sleeping Dogs again because that game was just For sure. so fun. And I, I, I have played a shamedly small portion of that game. Uh, I need to go and like really get into that game. Yeah, no, that game was good because what I loved about it is that I mean, it was basically like GTA, but instead of guns, you kung fu your way through everything, which is yes. pretty great. And it was brutal too. I remember the combat being like almost like Mortal Kombat levels of brutal bone breaking. Yeah, and, and you could like throw, you could use your environment, throw people off buildings, throw them into like windows, stuff like that. It was so cool, dude. And with the graphics cards now, like that game's kind of old, and it runs like a dream on pretty much anything. It looks now. so good. Yeah. Oh so yeah, I'm with you though on replaying that game. Yeah, I mean the movie. I don't know. I mean, I'm not expecting Oscar noms or anything, but uh, I don't know. It'd be cool to eh. see. I Maybe. don't. I don't require a lot with my Sleeping Dogs movie. Just give me the bare basics, and I, I will be happy. And I'll eat my popcorn. And would you just drink a watch beer. an hour and a half of, of just a video of dogs sleeping? No, but I would watch a video of just Donnie Yen just driving in a rained out <laughs> Hong Kong just for an hour and a half. Just <laughs> sure, him driving, sure, kind of, kind sure. of, basically reminiscent of that, uh, that, that like ten hour stream of fucking. <laughs> What's his name? The Overwatch guy, Jeff Kaplan, just sitting in front of a Yule log, just <laughs> chilling. Do you know that, right? You know what I'm talking about? Wait, that was ten hours long. It was ten hours long of just a video of him sitting in front of a Yule log, and then occasionally, you know, I like my cookies like I like my Overwatch with a lot of what? salt. 
He literally sat there for 10 hours and no, did nothing? I think they've confirmed that it was a loop. So oh, okay. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that he just pre-recorded some moments of him talking uh, and then just kind of like stitched it all together. So it was like a Christmas present, like a here if you want to spend Christmas with <laughs> Jeff Kaplan by the fireside, yeah, put he, this on your TV. If you've never seen the video, it's so good. That's pretty funny. It's, yeah, it's That's really funny. great. Okay. Um, I wish it wasn't a loop, but it's still cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, Far Cry 5. I keep forgetting about that game happening within Bro. a few months. Like, that's what, March? Right? No, like, yeah, it's like a month. Oh, shit. Yeah, because it's February. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. <laughs> it's a month. It's Man. on, dude. Montana is on fire. 2018 needs to stop. <laughs> I mean, Let's it, go. It's basically two months. It's the end of March when it comes out. So, I mean... Technicalities, dude. I am hype on Far Cry I'm, Five. I'm, I am hype. So, what? Here's what makes me even more excited, though. They've recently revealed the season pass, and my favorite moments of Far Cry is when they stopped pretending to be Far Cry. Main example: Blood Dragon. Did you ever play Blood Dragon? Yes, I love Blood Dragon. I it's so love stupid. Blood Dragon. It's so great. It's so silly. It's so obnoxiously yeah. 80s. I don't even remember the main character's name. I remember it was something very 80s manly. Oh, it was, was so good. Was yeah. It, it was like Rex something. <laughs> <laughs> and he it had like so a bionic arm or whatever. But anyway, so Far Cry 5, <laughs> their DLC they've revealed is it's like three major DLCs in the season pass. And the first mm. one's called Dead Living Zombies. The second one's called Hours of Darkness, and it looks like you time travel to, like, Vietnam, like, the war. And the third one is Lost on Mars, where you fight Martians. This is the right kind of stupid, man. Oh, yeah. This is my kind of stupid that I can totally get behind. I mean, I've got high hopes for this game. I hope I'm not, like, getting too pumped for it, but I'm really hoping this is one of the best games of the year. Correction, giant spider Martians. Ah. (laughs) Ah, better. Terrifying, terrifying. No, I am so into the season pass because that's just so freaking silly. And and I'm so glad they're attaching it to this very, like, come on, let's be honest. Far Cry 5 is very serious. Maybe too serious for its own good based on, like, the marketing I've seen. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, very extremely right-wing, like, cult has taken over a small town like there's very little room for like silliness and jokes in that kind of atmosphere yeah it's a pretty serious game right but then i'm so glad their dlc is just like you want to fight some zombies you yeah you want to fight martian spiders i'm so with you yeah and what's this far cry 3 remaster i'm hearing excuse me oh the included far cry 3 classic edition will also be a standalone game sold separately the, oh, so wait, so that comes the Far Cry 3 remaster comes with the season pass? I'm not sure because it does say those who pre-order the Far Cry 5 season pass will get access to four, to the Far Cry 3 classic for 4 weeks early. Oh, wait, hold on. Is this just the game Far Cry 3 or is it a remaster? I'm I don't confused. I'm really not sure actually. Cuz who cares if it's just a regular game? But right. if they redo it in the Far Cry 5 engine, then we're fucking talking about some real awesome shit now. Because Far Cry 3 is probably the best one in the series so far with Voss and everybody. Yeah, I mean, like, I do love, I mean, okay, slight spoilers. Voss isn't the final boss for whatever fucking reason. That's a big spoiler. <laughs> and that sucks, too. Like, yeah. I hated that part about Far Cry 3. Yeah, like, that's, that's the thing. I'm going to ruin it for you now. If you're into it only uh. for Voss... Be ready for slight disappointments. Still play the game, but it's awesome. He just he just goes away too soon. He's way too good. Way too soon, man. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the remaster will correct that, please. <laughs> yeah, they're just gonna change the whole story. Fucking do it. Yeah, 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that it's probably not going to be anything crazy. It's not going to be like a Shadow of the Colossus remake level of here's Far Cry 3. While we're on uh, waxing nostalgic about Far Cry 3, my favorite moment in the whole game, they're in a game full of great moments, is the, the mission where they're playing Skrillex and you're burning down a <laughs> yeah. giant field of weed. You're just burning weed everywhere. They it's so good. give you good. a flamethrower. I think it's the first time you get a flamethrower in the game. Oh, man. It's a great that- moment, man. I love the music too. It's so stupid. Yeah, just wob 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 wob. So wub, dumb. Wub, yeah. <laughs> and uh, can confirm, Far Cry Three Classic Edition does come with the Far Cry Five Season Pass. So Classic Edition. Yeah, that's what that's what this Far Cry Three remake is called. So uh, I don't get it. Is it a remake or is it I a classic I, game? I think, You're I think saying just, both words. I think they're just porting it over to like the cl- the to what mod- to PC to the modern consoles like so PS4 uh, Xbox One because it's not uh, so you know, it'll run smoother though maybe yeah but I don't yeah, don't yeah, expect yeah. like new graphics new story or anything uh, okay so PC is really like a non thing yeah it's not that cool <laughs> but I played Far Cry Three on Gasp the Xbox 360 I played it on the PS3 and it was framey yes for sure and yes. it wasn't very smooth I was praying for that game at 60 frames a second and it was not to be but it's still a great game. Yeah, so I don't know. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it sounds really fucking cool. Actually, yep. Season pass stuff. Uh, Overwatch is still doing its events. Of course, Lunar New Year is coming February eighth. That's cool. I guess year of the it's Doge. the year of the dog. Year of the Doge. I'm going hungry. Going hungry. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a new Sorry. map set in Thailand, which I guess that's cool. <laughs> Are they doing like a theme park map or did that already come out? Yeah, that, that came out, uh, I want to say at the end of last month, Blizzard World. Okay. I'm behind on my Overwatch, man. I fell in so deep last year. Yeah, you were but, uh, you were in way deep. I was ranking, man. I was yeah. playing only ranked. You were you were climbing that ladder. I was. I was the highest of my friends I know. Oh, uh, was it, did you buy a lot of weed? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I burned it all uh, with a flamethrower. Yeah, you but, went straight uh, to the farm. I was hardcore into some Overwatch, and, and I just I said to myself, no moss, because there were too many games I had to play. Yes, absolutely. Uh, here's some actually kind of really big news. Uh, the Switch has confirmed, or Nintendo, yeah, the Switch itself, the console is sentient, it's confirmed something. Uh, uh, no, Nintendo has said that, yeah, their Switch online subscription service is coming in September. To play what? Mario Kart? Uh, the service will be three ninety nine a month, eight dollars for three months, twenty dollars for the whole year. So really that's not that bad. Compared to like Xbox and like PS4, they're like what, fifty, sixty dollars for a year? Yeah, but there's no snap map in Doom. Like what are you gonna do on this? Like Splatoon. Yeah. You gotta be hardcore to Splatoon and Mario Kart to yeah. even pay for this. Cause let's see, it, they're gonna offer some like new games each month. Well not new like old games, right? Like, oh, this is what they're attaching the Super Nintendo remakes to? Yeah, like Super Mario Bros. Uh, 3, Balloon Fight, Dr. Mario. Um, and the Switch games, like those ones that come with the subscription, they're only free for the month. That So, like, you know, in February, let's say you can only p- you can pick up these games only within February. Okay, so it's not like PlayStation Plus, where if you're there for the month, you get to play them for free whenever. Yes, yeah. You, it's like you only get them for these 30 days and then everyone doesn't get them anymore. Is that like that? Yeah, I think so. I think that's how, wow. how they're swinging it. Whoa, that's a big deal. So wait a second. So literally after the next month, you just cannot boot those games up. Yeah, I mean, I imagine like they're probably going to release virtual console around the same time, right? I mean, I'd have to think. 
Like how here's the thing, dude. You say the bad word on this podcast here. I don't think they're coming out with virt- with the virtual console on the Switch. I've said this before on the record, and I still don't think it's happening. I think I it, know it like, sounds crazy. Come on, they, they, think about it though, dude. I know it sounds crazy. You think I want this? <laughs> I don't want this, but I'm telling you, man. Nintendo, it has not worked well for them, and they've been trying to distance them, distance themselves away from it little by little. Like, think about it, man. Okay, but like, think about the Wii U. This. Think about how much worse it would be if they're like, yeah, you can totally subscribe to our twenty dollars a year online service where you can play old school games almost as if it were a virtual console but we're not gonna release virtual console because fuck you that just makes no sense that makes no sense i hope i hope i'm wrong but i'm telling you i've i've heard a lot of people speculate on this that the virtual console will not be a switch thing i hope i'm wrong we'll find out i guess but here's the thing though do you subscribe at all to like ps plus or xbox gold no absolutely not will you for the nintendo switch online uh it's 20 bucks and like i you know i don't play i love splatoon 2 i love that game and i love mario kart but not enough i think to like pony up but again then again 20 bucks is kind of like a drop in the bucket so maybe i might just throw in 20 bucks just to say i did yeah and just see what those honestly be for those three games you know every month or whatever it comes out that's what i would be paying for but i wouldn't be like hardcore into multiplayer nintendo games yeah, that's that's what I'm struggling with is that I can't think of any game I currently have on the Switch and am expecting to get on the Switch where I'm like online play is what I need. Yeah, fucking arms, like what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, the only ones I can think of are like Arms and Splatoon, which I'm not a fan of, and then Mario Kart and then the inevitable Smash game that's going to come out on the Switch whenever they decide that's going to be a thing. Pokémon, they'll probably be like trading. Yeah, trading. I wonder people. if they lock that behind that though. I mean, I guess they would, it's the right? It's the internet. It's the internet, man. Yeah. Huh. Charge for it. Now we'll see. I mean, 20 bucks is not that bad. But yeah. again, for something that we've been getting for free this whole time, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. And, you know, I'm curious if they're going to have any like, you know, when you're a PS Plus member, you get like an extra 10 or 20 percent off like like certain purchases on the PlayStation store. Yeah. Uh, you I think, wonder. Yeah. Yeah. You think it might do the same. Like if you're a Nintendo Switch online member, you get like an extra 5 percent off or something. I think they do like yeah they they've been known to do discounts like that like for Club Nintendo and all this yeah so I think that uh that is a possibility we'll see but again like Nintendo is notorious their games are notorious for keeping their value forever like they were doing a sale for what was it called one two three switch one two switch They're, one two switch they were doing a fucking quote unquote sale during the holidays for it twenty dollars off so it's only forty dollars thanks this game that should be fucking free it's forty dollars yeah thanks. a game that's basically <laughs> like what 20 tech demos wrapped up in a little cartridge yeah it was not that game was not what it needed to be you know but you know thinking about switch now i am still hyped for that tennis game mario aces let's go people. oh yeah i kind of Single forgot player. about that oh how could you because it's tennis <laughs> tennis is fun especially uh especially on the switch i think it's gonna be good fair enough uh, that's not all the Nintendo news, though. Uh, apparently, <laughs> there's going to be Mario Kart on your phone sometime soon. Wow, dude. That is going to be big. But again, like, is it? Because Nintendo has kind of struck out on mobile. Well, They've kind of not done it right. Name one that ended up good. Fire None. Emblem. Fire Emblem Heroes. Did it okay? Is it really as big, you know, as they want it to be? Is it really making the money? I, I understand it's not a bad yeah it's, implementation of that game, but it's definitely the best. Nintendo, the best of what they've done so far. Yeah, Nintendo but, Mobile game. 
Okay, but they're like one for what? Like five or six because Mario failed. Okay, Mar- Super Mario, Mario Run. Run uh, Animal Cross or Animal Pocket Farm. Right, or uh, pocket, what's the Amiibo game? Pocket Camp. Yeah, Pocket Camp is uh, failing. Mitopia, Mitomo. Yeah, Mitomo is dead now. They're yeah. canceling that. So that sucks. Uh, well, you know, uh, just there's... Nintendo's not good at this. So we'll see, though, because Mario Kart, dude, on mobile, how did it take this long? I think it's a great idea, and I think they're going to hopefully make money, but I don't know. Would you, like, microtransaction the shit out of Mario Kart? Because that would suck. Like, oh, like, you can only open boxes for a dollar or whatever. Like, Yeah, or you get special tires for, like, 50 cents or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know if I want to see microtransactions rear their head in this game. Yeah, and the thing about mobile games is, like, I feel like Mario Kart is a very, like, active game. You know, it's not one of those games you can just play it with one hand. Whoa. What was that, dude? I think a car just kind of, like, fucked up outside. So that's fun. It sounded, uh, <laughs> like, weird on my side. What did it sound like to you? It sounded like a car scraping through snow. Is there snow outside? Yeah. Oh, it's snowing bad here, buddy. Shut the fuck up. Nope. Really? Yeah, it's real bad. How much snow? I mean, it, it snowed like I think four or five inches last night. So you think a car? Well, that's that's not that's not a small amount of snow. No. So you think a car just like hit the building? Maybe. maybe. I'm not really sure. I'll find out. <laughs> I'll find out when we're it's done a, recording. It's uh, <laughs> weird from my side over here. So I I am pissed too because man, it's cold here, but we're in the 40s and 50s. Oh, but pff, cold. <laughs> pff, that's but like that's shorts cold, weather. Man. Eh, yeah, you're not lying. But yep. yeah, this this unseasonably cold weather here in Texas. Yes. Go ahead, I digress. So yeah, Mario Kart to me is like a very active game, right? It's not one of those games you can just play it with one hand and just be like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sounds like someone hit the banana peel outside. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end Dad of our jokes. show. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's over. Um so yeah, like it's hard for me to imagine it being very fun on mobile cuz like Super Mario oh. Run is not active. Mario runs automatically and you just like tap to make him jump. That's kind of it. Uh Fire Emblem is inherently like it's tactical. It's a turn-based, you know, strategy game. So like of course and it's, it's a light version of that game yeah, too. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh Pocket Camp. I mean, it's not like you need to move quickly for any kind of Animal Crossing game really. You know, it's not like you can crash or like miss your turn mm. in Pocket Camp. But Mario Kart I don't know. I'm har- I'm having Bro. a hard time imagining it on the phone and being like, oh, that's good. No, I think it's going to be great, man. Have you not played a racing game on mobile? No. Especially like, mo- really? No. The, especially like with modern phones now. The graphics are going to look just as good as Switch. I really think that on the latest phones. Oh, out. yes. And it's going to be an OLED. And the way you play it is, traditionally anyways, is they usually have the gas already like pushed. So you only touch the screen if you want to break. Which in Mario Kart, I almost never break. I usually power slide. Same. So it'll be interesting to see how they do that. But you just turn the phone like, you know, like a steering wheel to turn. It's very intuitive. Yeah. And like the image will rotate with you. So it looks like even though you're turning your phone, the image stays stable, if that makes sense. So it actually is a pretty elegant kind of way to handle racing games. And Hmm. there's some of the more fun games on mobile. So I actually am pretty optimistic about this. I think this is going to be cool. My only like danger here is that Nintendo is going to give this away for free and then just microtransaction the crap out of it. And it's just going to ruin the game. Oh, like unlocking characters or something. Oh, that sucks. Just all kinds of terrible stupidness with this. I'm hoping they avoid. Uh, But Mario Kart on mobile. Think how many people are going to play that, that. That wouldn't even call themselves gamers. Yeah. People that like, you know, just just. And they have their phone or it's already in their pocket. They're going to be like, oh, Mario Kart, I remember that from Super Nintendo or from N64. Yeah, let's let's download it. Like, I think it could be big with the proper uh, with the proper care. Here's a wild idea. How about instead of you actually driving in the races, you're like a driving manager and you send out your racers to race and you have to wait like hours for them to come back and make money <laughs> for you. It's like a strat. It's like a it's like a sim. You know, it's like a, it's like a manager sim. 
pimp my go-kart. There you go. <laughs> there. <laughs> That's funny. God, that'd be awful. All right. Uh, the CEO of Sony, Kaz Hirai, he is stepping down. Man, uh, he has been in that company for a very, very long time, and it's going to be interesting to see what direction the company goes in. I love Kaz Hirai's joke uh, Twitter account that some oh, people think is real, Colin. which makes me laugh. <laughs> I'm I wasn't going to say anyone. I, was, I wasn't going to. Did he really think I was real or was he fucking I, with I us? I hope not. I hope he was jer- joking. Jerking okay, but you heard he was jerking. Okay. So, I, anyways, Kaz, man. Hey, like, as long as I've been paying attention to Sony, he's been there and he's been calling shots. Yeah, I mean, he's In been, some department or another. Like, he was uh, CEO in 2012, I believe. That's when he took over. Yeah. and But but he's been in the company forever, like oh, doing yeah. other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know a Sony without Kaz Hirai. So this is the kind of the end of an I mean, era. I mean, not quite. He's still going to be on like the board of directors or whatever. He's going to. Yeah. He's going to still be, be around. It's not like he's leaving Sony completely. He'll be collecting a check and like they'll ask him like one or two questions. They make a, make one or two giant decisions a year. And, yeah. and here's your salary. So, I mean, good for him. You know, I'm sure he's on to on to new things and. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see where Sony's direction goes. He leaves the company in great hands. I mean, in a great state, I should say. Like, oh, Sony's yeah. never been stronger, I think, than now. Yeah, and the new president and CEO will be Kenichiro Yoshida, who's currently the uh, executive deputy president and CFO. Executive deputy president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, title. right? <laughs> <laughs> well. But yeah, uh, Kaz's last day is going to be April 1st. Which, that's a fun day to leave anything. That's a fun yeah. day to do hey. anything. Fiscal years are weird. Fiscal yeah, they, calendars. They really are. They really, really are. Uh, Evo is, of course, coming back this year. That fighting game tournament that happens in Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. yes. The biggest, not just that fighting game tournament. Let's give it its due here. It, the biggest fighting game tournament on the planet It's Earth. the Super Bowl of fighting game. Oh, it's a big John, game. John Madden, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put the gun down, Madden. No, it's it's this is the big game of fight of fighting games and this is uh, a year where they are bringing in some new games and and going back to some old classics. They released the uh lineup for it. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. So, you have some old returning classics like the old like Smash Bros Melee from the GameCube uh, and then the Smash Bros for the Wii U. Uh, Tekken yes. 7, of course, Guilty Gear Xrd Rev 2, uh, Street Fighter 5 Arcade Edition, but you also have Injustice 2, which I believe was in last year's. I think that game came yeah. out like right before, right? That's right, yeah. Um, and they're adding Blast Blue Cross Tag Battle uh, by Arxis. Yeah. And a game that I'm very excited about, Dragon Ball Fighters, also by Arxis. So I just realized, I mean, that's awesome, but I just realized, like, no Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Isn't that weird? I thought people didn't like that, though. I, I mean, it's not, it's, not, but dude, it's literally, like, got Capcom in the title. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and this is a thing put on, I don't think it's put on by Capcom, but still, it's like, Capcom is synonymous with that. So I just can't I just think it's very weird that the new Capcom Marvel vs. Capcom is not in the at least somewhere, right? Like a small tournament in the back in the lobby or some shit. Yeah. It's nowhere in Eva. That is fucked up. I mean, not fucked up because like I think it's a great game, but it's just fucked up because it's always been part of Evo and this is just telling on how maybe far that that series has fallen. Yeah, sadly. And, and it's not even like they're using an older version like MVC3 or something, you know what I mean? They're just right. saying, "Nope, there's none of it." 
some of the greatest Evo moments involve Marvel versus Capcom, man. So it's just like really fucked, but that's the way of the game. And you know what, Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Fighters has kind of <laughs> supplanted, uh, you know, that kind of frantic style. So there's going to be some uh, really, really interesting matchups this year. We'll see if uh, Takedo can uh, uh, reprise his championship run in Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Man, I gotta I'm, say, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I am so excited for Fighters to like because now that it's officially out. Like, it's going to be officially at Evo. Because they had, like, the beta version last year, which was cool. But, man. Yeah. Like, have you ever watched high-level play of that game, Jack? No, and I look forward to it. Uh, I, I don't need to go YouTube it anytime soon. I just want to be surprised on Evo. I just yeah. I love Evo. I look forward to it every year. I love the highlights. There, are, I mean, I'm a big sports fan. I'm a, just a big fan of competition. And I'm telling you guys, if you've never seen professional fighting game games like on this level of skill it is something to behold and it's every bit to me as interesting as watching a great chess match or watching a great uh football match or a great boxing match yeah uh, might be more apt it is intense and people are giving their all and people are like losing their breath you know their, their hearts going a million miles a second it is intense to watch these matches even though it's just a video game yeah and there's something for everyone i think too because like if you're if you're more interested in like slow methodical type things tekken might be up your alley street fighter 5 kind of because you know those are the kind of games kind of street, street fighter 5 is not slow but. okay tekken though is pretty slow it's very like give an inch take a mile kind of a thing Okay. Right. Whereas, or okay. if you're into more like frantic, crazy things, you've got Smash Bros. You've got Dragon Ball. You've got. Uh, if you're into, yeah. If you're not, if you're into not knowing what's going on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I like to joke, but. But no, I I'm excited for you to see Dragon Ball Fighters gameplay because I've seen high level like well you've played the beta right I mean you didn't play much of it but you did play yeah it, yeah I played and, it and it's you th- fun yeah and you thought it looked very stylish even if you didn't know what you were doing right lots of lots of dudes with giant quads screaming yep. really loud for a very long time shooting screen filling fireballs at each other over and over and over again exactly and then there's like aliens there's dude with vegetables there's like weird gilly dudes there's frog dudes there's a guy named Hit. You know, that's Dragon Ball, right? Uh, yeah, I feel like it'd be really fun to like make a supercut of Dragon Ball. Like, cut out all the filler and just put like the very important things and make you watch that just to see <laughs> your reaction to kind of everything. All killer, no filler, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know in the comments below if you want us to uh, make that happen. <laughs> do not, do not uh, uh, subject me to that, please. Don't like keep my just, eyes open and tw- tweet at us. Let us know if we should clockwork orange him into watching Never. Dragon Ball Fighters please or don't. Dragon Ball Z. Please, I can't. I can't stomach it. <laughs> So yeah, look forward to Evo August third this year, August third yes. through the fifth that whole weekend. All the talk, all the talk, so hype. Evo twenty eighteen. Evo. Uh, one last bit of news for you before we end this little section. Uh, Call of Duty this year, of course, is coming out this year because it comes out every fucking year. Um, there is a lot of speculation that. I, I have a question. Quick question, yeah? teacher. Is it a year? Is it a year? I think so. Okay, then there's Call of Duty. Okay. Okay. Now, I do need to stop here because the the website that I'm looking at that has this... We'll get to the news story in a minute. At the top, there is an advertisement that has a cloud from Final Fantasy VII. And uh-huh. it is a cup noodles chicken flavored advertisement yes. with him yes. on it. And apparently when you buy this cup noodle, you get exclusive Dissidia DLC. <laughs> <laughs> from buying this cup noodle and the tagline is warm up for battle 
<laughs> Dude, the trick is though they put the code, they put the um, download code on one single noodle. Yes, yeah, so you have to look and you have for to make it. sure you find it. You can't you can't just slurp your noodles up or your code is gone forever. So you got to find the one noodle they put it on. And and you can't just no. stop because once you get once you get into the noodles, like I'm um, not, it's so good you can't stop chewing it. You know you can't stop slurping it. Did, on a tangent here, did you hear there's like a kerfuffle? I guess they changed the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake uh, character model for Cloud. Oh, did and they? People are yeah, people are not so hype on it. So look this up later. Uh, but yeah, I just want to let you know some people are uh, somewhat upset at how they've changed Cloud for the remake. Yikes! Well, there's your there's your cup noodles uh, Final Fantasy to City a plug there. Uh, back to Call of Duty though. It's coming out this year as it does every year, and there's been year. speculation rumor some rumblings that it's going to be a new black ops game black ops the fourth the blackest of ops none more black (laughs) that's what they need to call this call of duty colon black ops 4 colon the blackest of ops big black ops 4 (laughs) the the bbo Uh, yeah, I'm sold. Where that, do I sign? That's up? it. That's what it's going to be. But here's kind of a kicker. It's coming out on the Switch. If these wow. rumors are to be believed. Listen, what did I say earlier when uh we when we did the news about the Switch being like the fastest selling video game console of all time? Que- question mark? Somewhere I think so. I mean, there? it's already outsold yeah, I mean, the Wii U. Yeah, it's one of the fastest growing or selling consoles of all time. I think it's like match it, it's like surpassing PS4 and all that. Anyways, What's going to happen? Third parties are going to flock, and that is exactly what we're seeing here. Do not be surprised if Far Cry 5 ends up on the Switch at some point in the future. Maybe, Like, yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah, they had a Far I Cry mean, game on the fucking I, actually, Wii, for instance. Actually, I'm not 100% on it, because, like, they were able to port Doom and Wolfenstein to the Switch because their their engine was very, like, moddable and scalable. Right. Far Cry's engine kind of isn't. I mean, we just talked me- about how Far Cry 3 chugged, right? Right. Let me. Well, okay. I I agree with what you're saying, and I know I I definitely agree with that. But what I'm saying is there will be a a Far Cry game on the Switch. Might not be just a direct port of Far Cry Five, but there will be something with the Far Cry title on it on Switch. Because with when you get this install base, when you have all these millions and millions of people clamoring for this console, the third parties that's like music to their ears, right? That's that's like honey to a bear. So they are going to flock to that console. And I'll say this too: just a couple weeks ago, I finally for the first time saw a switch in the wild, just <laughs> on the shelf. Have you? Oh seen, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I've seen them out there. Do the you now? Stores, See, yeah. it took a long time for me, man, to ever just go to a random store. It's a grocery store too, by the way. What is electronic <laughs> section? Yeah, it's an electronic section in a grocery store, and uh, they had two switch there, and I was like, wow, nice. All right, we're doing things now, making moves. I will say, Ubisoft. I know you're listening. Uh, Eves, Eves Guillermo, just just tune into this real quick. Blood Dragon on the Switch. Just can that happen, please? Didn't, didn't they give that game away for free on PC? Yeah, but they didn't give it away on did. the Switch. Okay. okay. I'm just saying, man, I'd play that hey. again on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fun game, man. It for sure is. Oh, it really is. But, All right, man. Yeah, so according to this rumor, uh, Black Ops 4, if this does happen, uh, they're going to be scaling back the sci-fi stuff, so it's not going to be a sci-fi which I'm kind of all right with, honestly. I'm kind of disappointed that they're doing a Black Ops 4 because Black Ops 3 did nothing for me at all. Uh, Black Ops 2 was one of the, if not the absolute pinnacle, this entire Call of Duty series for me, though. I thought Black Ops 2 was incredible. Uh, I just want them to do new things, right? Like, I think this is a good chance, this is a good year to maybe launch a new kind of, like, series, right? Uh, I guess they tried to do Call of Duty Ghost, and that didn't really go anywhere, right? Yeah, that was garbage. (laughs) 
But yeah, but I mean, I, I would like to see a different Call of Duty. I don't know. I just don't want the same old, same old. Even World War II, right last year, what was the big deal about that? It just was kind of boring. Yeah. Right? It was kind of uninspired. It was very so, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Yeah, man. So, like, the Call of Duty needs to change it up. I, I would be... I almost said that I'd be down for, like, an open world but uh, Call of Duty, but that's Far Cry, basically. Yeah, that sounds like Far Cry. Yeah. But they need something different. They need a kart racer on mobile. No. They need something. Call of Duty kart. I would love a Call of Duty kart. Holy crap. Could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be so Pick good. 10 system. Pick 10 system. Pick carts. Pick 10. Pick your- Four of them have to be wheels, unless you're riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick, pick two, you're on a bike. Yeah, there you go. Oh man, I'd play the shit out of that. I don't mm. know. What I'm looking forward to with Black Ops 4 is zombies. Because Treyarch always nails the zombies. And I see you shaking yes. your head, rolling your eyes. I'm telling you. Love you them dem zombies, though. I'm telling you, though. It's <laughs> usually so, so good. Okay. Although, they did, like, wrap up the zombie story, so I don't know what their plan would be. Uh, that's, like, that's honestly what I'm most interested to see in Black Ops 4. I could give no shits about the story multiplayer is whatever it's the same old thing unless they do something to really change the multiplayer eh you know what i mean they they haven't really done much recently i'll tell you what if you put zombie uh donald trump as a boss oh, i'm so oh, sold oh yeah i do, do that. it i would do that <laughs> that'd be funny yeah so that wraps us up for our news section so i'm going to toss it over to jack who has a question of the week All right, we're getting deep. We're getting real this Uh-oh. week with the question of the week. I've been thinking about this. I've been marinating on it over the last several days. And so we're going to learn a little bit about Robert. I'll try and chime in here as well. Uh oh. So, Robert, the question of the week this week on episode 33 is if you had, if you got to call yourself from five years ago and you had 30 seconds. What would you say? I saw this question on Reddit. Yes. <laughs> Jokes I, on I live you. on Reddit. <laughs> Did you answer it already? No, I didn't. I didn't post an answer to it. Okay. So five years ago, let me think where I would be. I would be 17, getting close to finishing up high school. You only have 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Let me think. Okay, so... Let me think. It would be February of like my senior year in high school, and that's part of that's like the point where I kind of stopped caring about school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the senioritis. Oh, absolutely. If you didn't, who are you, right? When you were in high school, were you like, oh, I gotta get good grades, I gotta get in college? Like, what kind of student were you? I, I was just naturally getting good grades. I never studied or anything. <laughs> He's yeah. just the natural Ric Flair. It's true. I took <sighs> seven AP classes, and I was just like, yeah, that's fine. Um, I was okay. like, I think number four in our class, like in terms of GPA. I am so uh, very smart, Robert Scope. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, man, if I had to call myself back then, you know what? I'd probably say something along the lines of like, you know, Ohio isn't the worst place to go. <laughs> it's not the absolute worst. Wait, you told yourself that you were it was the worst place? No, it's just that back then I wanted to go to Washington State more than uh, Ohio. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, I probably would have told myself, you know, Ohio isn't the absolute worst place to be <laughs> in the States. Like, it could be, you know, it could be Maine. Well, it could have been anywhere else but Columbus, because I feel like Columbus is one of the rare places in Ohio that doesn't suck totally. No, that's absolutely true. I mean, I could probably live in, like, Cincy or Cleveland, but Columbus is not bad. 
Yeah, I think of the three, it, I think Columbus is the best. You know, you know, Columbus is still the fastest growing city in the oh, United States. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up, player one. I got a name like a superhero. I'm a nanny boy. Yeah. <laughs> the magic. Dude, I hate that so much. I wish that didn't exist. I'm pouting over here. I'm really nonplussed right now. Yeah, I can see the steam kind of coming out of your headphones right now. <sighs> I just love, I just love how they depict Columbus in that movie too. They make it look like this, like a homeless, like you know, like overrun. Like yeah. they make it look like they make it look like how San Francisco looks right now. <laughs> Basically, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, guys. All right, what about you? Five years ago, I would have told myself to to try a little harder senior year of college. <laughs> I would have told myself that because I do have I don't have a lot of regrets in college and I did a lot of good things there. But like one thing I do regret and I wish I could do over and this is gonna sound like, oh, I'm so very smart too. But like my whole time in college I was trying to keep my GPA as high as possible for whatever reason. It meant a lot to me. Um and so I didn't realize how I wasn't keeping track of my GPA like I usually was, like my last like semester of college, right? Like I was just like, ah, whatever happens, happens. And I ended up getting like a B or some shit in one class, and it put me like point zero zero four points under getting summa cum laude. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yes, and being just that close, point zero zero four. That's so, really that's so dumb. Really bothers me. I'm dumb for that. No, no, that's just that's just like come on. Like, I that's know, such a dude. small. Like, I could it, just I, give it, it to if, him. If I just it, yeah, if I just like you know like answered one question differently who knows like it just bothers me that it was that close right? yeah seriously it and and so whatever magna cum laude like it's nothing to sneeze at either but it's just like i, w- I wish i had known that i was that close and i just tried that a little bit harder i would have told myself that if i had 30 seconds i'm like dude kill it all the way to college i know it's tough but like just try as hard as you can make sure your professors know you're trying to get you know good grades etc and go for it. Other, but what I actually ended up doing was like, I was like, ah, eh, I got good grades. I can take off this semester. It's my last one. And I wish I didn't do that. Whoops. <clears throat> so very productive use of your phone call. Mine is just, <laughs> eh, Ohio's not bad. It's not eh, the worst. Yeah, you got, you don't, you got 30 seconds, man. You can say more than that. I, I mean, I feel like I'd have to sell it to old me, though. Like, come on, you know, I mean, think about it. If you're not from Ohio, how much do you want to go to Ohio? I don't know. You Only you can tell me because I, I really don't know what it's like to not be from Ohio. Yeah, not much. <laughs> <laughs> you so don't like, really want to go. What is the South Korean uh, a military base uh, perception of Ohio? They're like, what's that? <laughs> is it like cows and stuff? Yeah, it's basically not even on the mental map. It's it's like basically yeah. all west coast of the US. Yeah. So California, Oregon, Washington. Not and even then, Cleveland or Cincinnati like come nope, to mind? Nope, not even. And then like super okay. east coast like, you know, uh Atlanta New York. or yeah. like New York, yeah, yeah. Florida, some parts of Florida. Yeah. Not a big fan of Atlanta myself. I have family there, but I'm not a big fan of that city. Right. The the airport's just too ridiculous. Oh, there's but, a bit uh, of Texas too cuz you know there's like Fort Hood and all that. Okay. Yeah, and I'm not that far from Fort Hood actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, so uh, let me see here. Yes. So, so let me. So, like you said, like Columbus isn't even on the mental map. So, it. A lot of people when they found out I was from Ohio, because when I started my, my career <clears throat> after college, uh, I met people from all over the country, 
And their perception of people from Ohio was that we sound like they got Ohio and Wisconsin mixed up and like Minnesota and South Wait, Dakota. So they say Ohio. Yeah, Ohio. Yeah, they all thought like I, you have an accent if you're from Ohio. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no. If if anything, people from the Midwest to me, anyways, have no accent. Have yeah, have the most baseline flat like English, you know, of anywhere else in in this in the country. Even California has a, a dialect. New York has a dialect. Obviously, Jersey has a dialect. Boston has a hey, dialect. I'm walking here. Yeah, the dirty South. Even Texas has a dialect, at least the perception of a dialect. You know, but to me, like Midwest is just that's just normal baseline how people talk. Yeah, you know? I agree, hundred percent. But but there were people like, oh, you're from Ohio, you got an accent. I'm like, do I sound like I have an accent at all? <laughs> what do they think you're like from Montana or some shit? I don't know. I don't know, man. Or Minnesota. But Minnesota. Yeah. So, anyways, that is uh, that was an interesting question. We learned a lot about you, Robert. Yeah, definitely. So, guys, if you're not <laughs> in Ohio, maybe check it out. It's not that bad. I mean, parts right. of it are fine. Just parts of it are fine. Don't go outside of Columbus unless you want to go apple picking. Other than that, eh. Let me ask you this. Are you surprised, and this is a Columbus-specific question here, are you surprised at the sheer volume of fast food available? Uh, Or is that a normal thing you see all the time? I mean, it's not a normal thing I see, but I don't remember ever thinking, like, wow, there's just so much. Like, it's just, oh, okay, this is a thing. Go to the suburbs then, I guess, because compared especially to, like, Texas, like, there is not that much. Fa- there is fast food here, but it's just in such a high concentration in Columbus. Maybe. I mean, in the surrounding area, man, it's ridiculous. I guess I don't have much to compare it to. Like, I mean, I could compare it okay. to Korea, but, like, I feel that's an unfair comparison. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the fast, like, I guess I also just generally make an effort to go to fewer fast food places than, than you, you know, I can help. You know what I mean? Like, trying not to go there as much. Yeah, I hear you, man. And I was just thinking, since we're talking about Korea right now, you know what tomorrow is, right? Or Friday. This Friday? You know what that is, right? Independence Day? No. Well, I don't know. Maybe. It's the Olympics, dude. The Winter (laughs) Olympics. I am hyped for that. Dude, Wu-Tang. I'm talking about Pyeongchang, son. Let's get these Olympics on. I'm all about some Winter Olympics. I'm excited, dude. I'm going to get to watch it on Disney TV. Do you follow winter sports? No. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's the Olympics. It's the one time you get hype in four years over winter sports. You know, that's what I like about the Olympics. Like these sports that no one really cares about just come along and then we can pretend like they're the most important things in the world and the storylines and the heartbreak and the drama. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm hype. I've got I've got Olympic fever, man. I remember Sochi. Sochi did not seem like four years ago. Holy shit. That was right. Huh? The fuck? <laughs> And what are the Olympics going to be now? Matt La- Matt Lauer's gone now for obvious reasons. Like, right. wow. <laughs> and do you remember when uh, Bob Costas had the fucking pink eye on the Olympics? Do you remember oh, that in Sochi? God. That was so bad. Dude, that is nightmare fuel. Like, go watch Bob Costas' gross pink <laughs> eye. Why would he not just wear sunglasses? I mean, I think the world would understand. I think it would have made pretty funny memes. I think he should have wore sunglasses rather than had his pink eye out there for oh, everyone absolutely. to look at. Should have been worn either should have been worn sunglasses or just should have passed the baton to someone else and let them do the show. I don't know. I mean, I am kind of sad a little bit just because it's happening. It's like so close to my hometown. Oh, yeah. Pyeongchang is like pretty close. I'm just like, how much family do you have there still? uh, Just my parents. So like if if I had lived still lived in Korea, I'd be like that close to seeing the Olympics, which is like they're going to go to some things I would assume. Probably. Yeah. I have a friend in South Korea, too. What up, Adam? And uh, he was talking oh, about making the yeah. He was uh, planning on making the drive. It's about an hour and a half or so uh, to Pyeongchang from where he's at uh, to watch the 
uh, hockey games because he's a huge NFL, NHL, NFL, NFL. He's a huge NHL fan. But then the NHL said they're not not sending any of their pros to Pyeongchang. Nice, good. So it's like pure amateur now. So there is almost no pro hockey players playing. It's like an Olympic first for a long time, and reason being is because. It's just logistically a nightmare. It like interferes with the whole season, and they're saying that they're not seeing the payoff in it. They're not seeing like the business grow internationally like they had hoped to see if they put pros in the Olympics. It's just not there. So the risk reward is is very uh, skewed in the wrong direction. I mean, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Hockey feels like a very like North America sport to me. Like I can't think of an international scene for hockey, bro. But Russia is the biggest hockey country in the world is like it? russia yes dude have you seen miracle no you know about the miracle on ice no bro you need to see this movie yes oh, olympic shit. hockey has a story tradition and uh you should watch miracle it, i think kurt russell is the coach and it's basically i don't want to it's a true story and it actually happened in the olympics but uh it was it was a moment man and so you know we'll see if uh that happens again but olympic hockey has a very very rich tradition and it's just uh, sad to know that we won't be seeing the greatest, uh, the nation's greatest and the world's greatest hockey players on the same uh, rink. So wow. it kind of diminishes the whole hockey thing. Today I learned. Yeah. Dude, watch <laughs> Miracle. That's a great movie. I think that does it, though, for us, right? Today's podcast, unfortunately, without Colin. Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. Uh, so if you enjoyed what we did here, you know, uh, leave us a review, leave us an iTunes review. That'd be really cool. We really, really appreciate that. If not, uh, tell a friend, you know, get on a plane, go to a random city. And the first person you see as you step off the plane, just tell them, hi, listen to the tiny disc podcast. Just go right ahead. No big deal. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, or anything you want us to read live on this pre-recorded show, you can email it to us at tinydiscpodcast at gmail.com or if you want to follow any and all of our social media channels feel free to check them out at tinydisc.com we have all of the links there as well as all of our previous episodes if you want to go through our back catalog and see how much we've improved or if you want to hear Colin's voice because this is the first episode you're hearing you have no idea who Colin is check out another episode <laughs> he's real he's a real boy he's not an imaginary host of ours that I, you know we just pretend yeah. that there's a third Colin guy is not code word for something else it's, it's a dude <laughs> that'd be buck wild a two-man podcast <laughs> with an imaginary third who never shows up it never shows up dude we have an idea hi welcome to That's the first fun. episode of tiny disc podcast it's jack and robert our third friend colin hasn't yeah. shown up yet Man, it's but. really gonna be great when he shows up next week we promise <laughs> 33 weeks later man he's yeah. still not here Oh, man, it's going to be so great, though, when he is. <laughs> so, Jack, where can we find you online? At J-A-C-C-E-P-E-D-A, Mr. Jack Zepeda, if you are of the nasty variety. That is very gross. Uh, you can follow <laughs> Colin on Twitter at Colin. Well, Colin and Mono is his Twitter name, at boo underscore underscore five five. Colin, how do you re- how do you ever say that without cracking up? Because holy crap, Dude, that's just did you did you give me my uh, my Twitter handle online when I wasn't in the show? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. What Sorry. is this about? Yeah, Sorry. Wow. wow, preferences. You know, preferences I forgot. Noted. You know, I forgot. It's just, no, no. Colin read out yours, didn't he? Yeah, he did because he was uh, like he he did the whole if yo nasty thing. Okay, yeah, I All think right. he did. TM. <laughs> And you can follow me at Pinoptimist, P-I-N-O-P-T-I-M-I-S-T. That's where I am on all the social media channels. Thank you so very much for listening to the two-man Tiny Disc Podcast. 
And we'll all three of us see you next Thursday. Have yourself a big black op. <laughs>